It's time for PG Spoilers at ProvingGamer.com. This show is raw and unedited and contains spoilers. So if you're a little bitch, turn it off now. Enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Tricky Mick. Welcome to the premiere episode of Proven Chats. During this podcast, we're going to talk about one particular game, just letting the conversation go. This show will be totally unedited, so if you're faint of heart or get offended easily, you might want to back out now. This, I'm leaving. <laughs> this, this week, unedited? This week, well actually this episode I should say, we are going to be talking about Batman Arkham City. So if you have not beaten the game, be forewarned. This is probably going to contain spoilers. I'm going to tell them the ending right now, right off the bat. Batman wins. <laughs> Batman wins. Sorry. I am Batman. Batman I am Batman. That's it. That's all you need to know. All right. Let's do a roll call real quick to let everybody know who's here. Uh, let's start with Mr. Wang. Mr. Wang, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are and what you do for the gaming community. Oh, I am Titanic Wang. I am one of the hosts on Trophy Horrors, and I write the best reviews on the site. All right, and <laughs> Mr. Stanis. Wow, everyone stays quiet on that. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, what's up, everybody? I am uh, R.C. Stash. I used to be on the CVP podcast. I now do uh, the DCUOSO with my co-host, uh, Dead Fury. Uh, also, you could refer to me as Burning Fury if you understand the show. And that's pretty much it on me. I think I've tooted my own horn for the last 10 seconds. All right, Mr. William Timothy. How's it going, everybody? I'm William Timothy. Uh, used to be a writer at FrontTowardsGamer.com, not anymore. And I may be doing stuff over at Proven Gamer pretty soon. I don't know yet, but yep, that's me. All right, Mr. Pac-Man. What's going on, everybody? Um, I'm Pac-Man Polar Bear from SarcasticGamer.com. Uh, I co-host the Play- uh, Sarcastic Gamer PlayStation podcast, The Blue Show. Um, write articles on the site. Um, I've started to do all our PR contacts and, uh, you know, giveaways. And, and I run Gamer Nights basically every Saturday for four years off and on um, on the PlayStation 3. All right. Mr. Hard Rock? Hey, guys. What's going on? The ever-impressive hard-rocking guy here. I am the co-host of the Trophy Horse podcast. I am the wannabe video uh, footage editor, I guess, if you want to do for ProvingGamer.com. I also write reviews and uh, basically keep uh, Tricky Mick in line. So that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, good luck with guy. that. And we also have Luke. Yeah, hi. I'm uh, Louis22 on Proven Gamer. I'm a writer for the site. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You have like the least pronounced name. Like everyone else is like a special. Your name, Luke. Yeah, well, I'm boring, I guess. Well, whatever's in the background is definitely not boring. That is a wonderful sound. All right. So, like I said, this show is going to be Arkham City-based. Hold on. <laughs> William. Once again, this is unedited. I know. This is live. Timothy. <laughs> Timothy, the kid wants you. <laughs> my baby sister wants to talk about Arkham City. <laughs> stop having children. <laughs> All right, since this is unedited, I'm pouring myself a drink. I don't care. Oh, I'm having a beer, too. Is is that Harley's baby I'm hearing in the background? <sighs> nope. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. He was trying to transition into the show. That, that's actually what he was trying to do. 
right. He was trying, but no, no one really caught that though. No one really caught that. Yeah. Yep. No one really caught that. We'll, we will talk about it on the show though. All right. So <laughs> let's. <get it. laughs> so please tune in. All right. I, I did not edit. have sexual relations. All right, with guys, that. come on. <laughs> I don't want to edit this, and I don't want a whole bunch of non-speak. All right, all right. Listen, I'll start. All right. Well, hold on. This is this. Like I said, this show is about Arkham City. Uh, let's start off by just getting general impressions, and let's the story. Let the conversation go from there. Uh, whoever wants to take the lead first. How do you guys feel how Rocksteady did with Arkham City compared to Arkham Asylum? Go ahead, Stash. All right. Number one, they did a really nice job trying to fit kind of like a huge world in one tiny game and give you enough options to make it feel like the world is is really bigger than it really was. Especially because obviously I'm sure everyone in this call and everyone on the show right now has played Arkham City, and you you kind of felt like it was, a, it was a big world in Arkham City that you had to go this place, this place, that place. But I honestly think that... Um, I really want he's, to he's emphasize... Really... <laughs> no, because I'm like, cause I'm reading, and then I'm like... Words? <laughs> I'm reading, and I'm like, wait a minute, why? <laughs> but, Dude, um, we talked... I told you not to say that you're reading from a script, man. You're ruining it. Come on. Dude, shut the hell up. I'm trying my best. I'm forgetful. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, I, I agree with you. The city seemed huge yeah. until I started doing the uh, the phone call missions. Now, the and phone calls. When, yeah, when I could get to the other side of the city in under a minute and a half, that really goes to show you that you know it's not as a large of a scale. I will, I will tell you this, though. Sorry, it, yeah, it's it, more of all the stuff that's actually in the city than the grand off. scale, because it's definitely not, you know, just cause too big. Oh, yeah, the amount of stuff to do is, you know, crazy. Well, I, I uh, mean, for me, when you look at this game versus um, the last Batman game, I, I, don't, I don't think you could say one is better than the other. I think... They're both of equal quality. The thing about this one and the thing about the first one actually that got me too, and it's a small gripe, it's just that I dislike going back to places I've already been. You know, it's, it's one thing to backtrack to get a trophy. I get that, you know, if, you, if you're looking for stuff like that. But, but to, to, to retread, you know, old territory for on two or three different occasions for a mission, like that's kind of, you know, that I, I kind of find that that's just sort of retreading and it takes away a little bit. But at the same time, I mean, they they weave in the element where even if you have to go back to an old location, you usually have some new gadget or way of interacting with that area in a different way. So they, they, they were smart. They didn't make their city too big. What they did is they made every big, huge building that you can go into and be on the, on the outside of have more than one way to interact with it. You know, there's more than one way to get in. Um, there's usually a wall to blow up. There's usually a vent to plug with ice, um, you know, something that you can get your grapple on, you know, all sorts of little tricks and stuff. And it becomes about finding all the little things that they've hidden in those levels. I just I just wish that, you know, as with the, the added size, that there would have been some a little bit more of a stark difference between some of the locales or at least the interiors or some. If, of the I, if I could just cut you off real quick. 
The one thing that, like, obviously you said to go back and forth, that's one of the best things I think that they did. They they gave it like a Zelda feel every time you, like, you don't want to go back, but then you think about it and you should go back. Because there's, yeah. a, and, and like the Riddler trophies, like, honestly, the Riddler trophies, I fucking hate those things because they're so annoying. You know, but you, but you really want to get them because they're, they're, there's an incentive to get them. But sometimes they're like the most annoying. It's like the hearts in Zelda, like <laughs> little heart containers. Like you know you need them, but you're like, oh, I really have to go do do that. Now you you bring up the Riddler trophies. I actually like the fact that there's more Riddler trophies in this game, and it's not just find them. You once you get well, to them, you have to figure out how to unlock that little trap, or you have to figure out. You know, you have to throw the remote bang battering through a vent or whatever. That I liked, and those I, you know, it makes me want to Google how to do it, but I refrain from doing that just because of the fact that I get so much satisfaction knowing that I figured that little section out. Well, the the one thing I will say though is is you really want to have like as you just said, you want to have that. I I beat this. I'm smarter than this. The person that created this, I, I met to the challenge, and that's one of the things too. And also, you because there's so many of them, a lot of them are you'll f- find like half of them on your way, which is fantastic. And ob- and the one thing too is like, it's not just a trophy, Riddler trophy for Riddler trophy's sake. You unlock things with it, which makes it a a double as pleasing to do it. So you you feel that you. Did a challenge, you got it done, you're smarter than the person that made the trap. Fantastic. Then you're also getting a new challenge map or, you know, various different things that, you know, you, you could find to do such. Now, So, it's good. Did you guys, uh, obviously, if you played the game, you know that in order to get all of Riddler's victims, you have to get a certain number of Riddler trophies before you're unlocked to get the second victim or the third victim. Has anybody yeah. here gotten to the second victim yet? I have. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I haven't yeah. gotten to Third the first one. one. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but this is a spoiler cast, so you know, feel free to turn it off if you want. Um, the second, I think it's the second victim. You actually, the one who gets shuffled. The one that gets shuffled. That one got me for quite a while, because I've always. I've always been good at those games where they shuffle things around, keep my eye on it, like the the even the little mini game in Mortal Kombat. I've always been good at that, and that actually took it for a minute because I'm going, I know I'm what, looking at the right one, and to find out the secret of how to do that, that like that had me going. That brought me back to almost like Metal Gear Solid, where you had to use the second controller to fight Psycho Manus, you know. That kind of stuff that, that, that intrigues sucks, me. Man. I don't know what you're talking about. That shit sucks. Well, I mean, basically, what you have to do is you got to use your your secondary vision, right? You know, because because it's the Riddler, so he's not. I'm not going to tell you exactly what he did, but use use your detective vision um, because the Riddler, none of his traps, like a lot of a lot of his the quizzes and stuff, they're counterintuitive. You know what I mean? He shows you the easy thing, so so you automatically think, oh, all I got to do is follow how the shuffle goes. But really, he's not play- none of the. He's not playing fair. Yeah, and what I like is every time you solve one of them, he go- he says you're cheating. But in reality, every single time the Riddler's cheating. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, the, the, the thing about Batman is that they maximized 
because um, they knew they weren't going to make a multiplayer game. They really maximized all the little minutia of a single player game. You know, like this is one of the few, you know, I want to say RPG, but one of the few games with side quests where the side quests themselves we're at a quality level that's almost as high, if not as high, as main level quests. And see, I, I even think the side quests take longer to do than the actual storyline. Well, they, de- they definitely true. take longer because some yeah. of them are timed out so that they, they play out during... And that's another smart thing they did with their side quests. Some of them are staggered as such that you can't just finish them the minute you discover them. They play out throughout the game. Yeah, I like that and too. The main storyline quests I found to be really short compared to like Arkham Asylum... I, th- I finished the game the first day. I don't well, know everyone else. Well, to be completely honest with you, Arkham Asylum was all main story. There was well, no I, story. I know, but the, what I mean is the story of that game was a lot longer than the storyline missions of this game. Well, which storyline did you say was quick to you? Well, the, the Arkham City is. Oh, just quick. the storyline itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I I thought Arkham City storyline was a little quick too because the first time I played it. I went through and just did all the the main storyline. I was I was I was a little upset at how long it took me to beat the game. But if mm. you actually take your time and you do you know the Bane side mission and you go find uh, Emma Frost and you do all those things, it actually it, it's a good length. And they they were right when they said it's forty hours of gameplay, but. You know, it was a little misleading when they advertised that because I thought it was 40, 40 hours of, you know, main storyline. But it it takes you a while. I mean, even, yeah, maybe, maybe you could go through the single player just doing the main story missions in under ten hours, easy. Oh, absolutely. You know, easy. Um, I mean, the new game plus is sweet. You know, a lot of people don't aren't fully aware just what that means. All new game plus is is it automatically kicks it to the highest difficulty setting. So it doesn't matter if you if you beat it on normal or hard. New Game Plus is automatically its own difficulty setting. It's not medium or hard. So, And there is no hard trophy. So you don't need to play your first playthrough on hard in order to unlock New Game Plus on hard, if that's what you're thinking. You just yeah, beat it on normal medium. once, yeah. go, on, go and play New Game Plus, and you keep all the trophies you found, all your gadgets. So it means that when you're going through some of those initial places where you saw trophies that you couldn't, the first time you played through, you couldn't get to them because you didn't have the gadgets, now you do. So you can basically pick up tons of stuff just playing through it again. And uh, once you get the ability to to interrogate Joker sus uh, Riddler suspects, they'll give you the location of all the other trophies and all the other well, riddles. That's, that's good because I was afraid that I was going to lose all my Riddler trophies and all the balloons I've popped and all the collectibles that I've done the, the one, first time around. The one around. thing I, I think is missing, um, and, and I don't, I'm not saying I, I would see this for the single player story in the next Batman, but this game is heavy as hell with the foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the third game. Because you don't get to fight Hush. You catch him for a second, and he gets away. So you don't see Hush. You're almost certainly going to battle Croc again. You're almost certainly going to going to hit up against Bane again. Um, you're going to you're gonna run up against the ninja dude who follows you around the As- city. Asriel. 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 You didn't fight Poison Ivy. Didn't fight Poison Ivy. I mean, there's there's a bunch of... But, but they're outright stated that they're... They're gonna happen, and he and he's and Batman even says a couple times he's like, "I'm gonna." There's more work to be no. done. There's this to be done, and the other thing is, I really want to see them add two-player 
uh, co-op to those challenges for the next one. So I can play yes. Batman and Robin in the same room. I don't necessarily well, yes. need to see them in the co-op single-player game, but if they're going to keep adding those challenges and extra rooms and, and try to sell me DLC, it'd be a lot easier for me to keep showing up six seven dollars for each dlc pack for one character if it wasn't just taking that character into the same challenge maps setup like it'd be it'd be sick to fight a room full 50 dudes with me and robin or me and cat exactly now right. you you bring up robin how did you guys feel with the the short cameo that robin had in the game did you think they cool. should have included well, him more oh, i like what, what what was he what was the point of him, of him actually fucking being there that that's exactly my point it's like he showed up batman was a dick to him and the only other interaction with him was a phone call later. And that's actually a point I was going to bring up later, but him coming up later is actually a huge plot hole in the story, I thought. Because he mentions the the 30 hotel, or not hotel, hospital victims that were infected with the Joker blood. Right. And they never bring that up again. Well, may, maybe that might be something leading into the third game. I mean, this could be something like, hey, look, we're showing you Robin, but you're not actually going to play as him because this might be something that we're going to, you know, leave for the for the next one that comes out. I'm kind of more disappointed, and I know that they have to do it because it's just it's just so obvious to do it because it's Batman that that you know Robin or whoever will be a DLC character. Um, but for the life of me, I would really, really like to have some of the bad guys as DLC characters. Like, let me play those challenge maps as Bane. You know what I mean? Or let me, let me, um, you know, there's just... A, there's a cure for that. <laughs> you can play DC Universe Online and play as Bane all you want. But isn't it... Uh, did so basically you want to play, like, in Arkham Asylum where you played Joker and you did the challenge maps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, want, I want some more... Um, like not just Joker. Like I don't want the the you know the odd like obvious you know obviously we they're gonna do Joker. Obviously they're gonna do Batman, Catwoman, whatever. Um, but it would be cool to be play as some of some of the some of the other big supervillains from the series. Because um, Batman's always been great at being um, fan service. I mean this isn't this isn't a Hollywood movie where they're like this is for the fans, but we don't actually we've never actually read the comics. We don't give a fuck about the fans. Like this is actually for the fans. It's full of all the cartoon voices from you know our childhood. All right. Uh, what, I, I just had a train of thought, but had you guys what? say it? No, no, I, I forgot it for a second, but I got it now. No, 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 say it. No, no figure say it out. How did you guys out. feel about the Catwoman missions? I mean, you, there was only four of them, and they were good, but they were quick. Uh, yeah, that that's the thing. They they brought the they incorporated it into the storyline. So when something happened with Batman, you know, the first time when Batman was tricked about the. Uh, you know, the the dead Joker, you know, they they did a Catwoman storyline. They actually started the game with the Catwoman storyline. And then after you beat the game, you had another one. Um, How do you guys feel about them incorporating that, or should it just been a totally separate thing? Uh, I liked how they put it in to where you would beat... Um you'd beat a certain Batman mission, and then it would segue into a Catwoman thing, and it would usually... I liked how they did it to where it was like, you know, at the end of the second one, or at the end of the first one, uh, Two-Face, you know, puts the gun to her head when she steals the thing from the safe, and you're wondering what's going to happen, and then Batman rescues her in that next mission, and how it was, to me, it was always at a, like, a point in the game where I was wondering what was going to happen next when they went to a, another Catwoman or went back to Batman. 
And, and you could leave you could leave Batman to die, which was awesome. Yeah, I was just about which to ask. Was, that. I so did that. The minute she yeah, gave, I did. Did you yeah, early? Yeah, that was the first thing I did. Yep. I'm with you there. See, uh, that's I was like, like, fuck that guy. See, I mean, it's, Bat- it's Batman. He's not going to die. That, she actually said that, too. Yeah. Yep. Now, and then he totally does die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. My heart, like, broke. I did it just to see, oh, okay, we'll see how this plays out. And then the credits started to roll. I'm like, no. Yeah, man, I was freaking I gotta out. I got to go all through that again. Oh, I didn't even beat the game. This is just upsetting. <laughs> Well, it was actually funny. At the end of the game, I thought I was going to do – you know how it rewinded when yeah, Batman yeah. did that? I thought I was going to do that at the end of the game and, like, have Batman counter or something when the Joker attacked him. But that didn't happen, and I was sad. Now, uh, you know, how'd you guys like the, the the Joker phone call during the credits? Yeah. That was creepy. The, the, oh, my gosh. The the only you? Yeah. Thing in there that that yeah. was creepy. <laughs> Yeah, that freaked me out. Mark Hamill in real life is creepy. That that shit made it worse. He is. Well, you, have you seen Mark Hamill get interviewed now? He's he's got this sort of, you know, he's not fat, but he's got this sort of loose skin effect to his face, his <laughs> neck. Because I mean, he, I mean, he, is, he is a dude who who's been scarred pretty badly and had reconstructive surgery. So I'm giving him some slack. But I mean, just his mannerisms and his, and his intensity when he's talking about stuff is like it is a little creepy, man. Nah, you should see. He kind of looked, remember like the original Darth Vader? The yeah. one when he took her to the man, was like a fat guy with a white skin? <laughs> he, yeah. He, he's turning into the original Darth Vader. Yeah. He's turning yeah. into his father. Turning into his father. But I mean, so, you, you can't you can't undersell how powerful having the voices from the guys who've yeah, been those characters definitely. in cartoons yeah. for, what, 15, Well, I, I got a question to ask you guys. Now, who honestly would think, I, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Who would honestly want Nightwing or Robin side missions over Catwoman? I would. I would. Uh, I would. I would too. Yeah, I would I rather. Told, have I totally Robin want missions. more Catwoman, Catwoman missions over. Her fighting style was good, but anytime her dialogue came up, I cringed because it. The, I mean, the it, cat, the, all the cat, it, you know. I couldn't really <laughs> like. I mean, listen, the visuals are fantastic, but. Aside from watching cat ass all day in her missions, I just honestly didn't think the missions were that were that great. I didn't think they had I mean, obviously if you read the Arkham City comics, you'd have an understanding of why she's there. But other than that, I can't really feel the need to have like why wouldn't you have like I mean, I understand Nightwing and Ro- like obviously Robin was on in Gotham and Nightwing doesn't really patrol there much. You know, as the comics would suggest. But at least have like a like a side missions, not even in the real campaign, like you know like why why not give them campaign like side missions where they actually do stuff, instead of just okay here you can have this character model that takes five minutes to make, or like four days to make with like twenty artists, and here you could put him in a challenge map. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that's the thing. I mean, the challenge maps are kind of. The weak link out of the package. I mean, they're 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 they're, they're I mean, an add-on. They're they're there to round out, you know, the value, um, but they're definitely not the strongest point. I mean, I don't say that it's bad because of the challenge maps. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, the challenge maps are okay. It's just, I wish that they would put the predominant character. I mean, I know Catwoman's predominant character in the game and in the Batman universe, obviously, but I wish they would put like. 
those like Robin and Nightwing, and you know, even if Batgirl was in the game, even though there's Oracle in the game, just just for shits and giggles, if Batgirl was in the game, at least put them like doing something that you could play them in the campaign, like Catwoman could, and just have fun with them that way. And you don't even have to give them their own missions. Like have have like Batman turn into Nightwing and like do the same game. Like if New Game Plus had that option where you could play as Nightwing in the game. And I mean like obviously you'd have to change the dialogue around and stuff like that. That or, would that would be cool. I mean the, there there's so many things, so many possibilities for what they can do with the third one that they've kind of alluded to. You know what I would love to see in the third one? I would love to see the Joker come back. Murder not, Robin and, not, see, gonna, and see the whole Red Hood thing it's, play it's out. That would be sick. All right, I would well, love to see the Red Hood people thing. would love to see that, but it's not going to happen because Mark Hamill's not alive to do it anymore. See, well, I'd love to see vehicles. He's not alive right. in the game. You see, I had read. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Titanic. Um, no, I had read uh, this week that that song he sings at the end of the game. That was he put that in for him. He was singing that to like his character, you know his last goodbye as being the Joker, which I thought kind of made that song at the end a little, you know, extra cool that he's saying that as a goodbye to the Joker. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we've, we've all alluded to the third game, but let's actually talk about the ending of Arkham City because I, to me, it surprised me a little. I mean, I... I I mean, everybody that follows the game and follows the Batman universe, as far as Mark Hamill being the voice of Joker, knows that this was going to be the last time Mark Hamill was going to do the voice of the Joker. With, yeah. with that being said, you know... They can still play around with a lot of stuff, well, though. That's true, but was anybody surprised that they actually killed Joker off in the storyline? I, I, you know, like... I didn't think it was far off because when I heard Mark Hamill wasn't doing the Joker voice anymore, kind of figured something like that would happen. Exactly. But, you know, I still thought watching it, like it actually happening, I thought the game was trolling me. It's one of those things Uh, that you know it's going to happen, but you hope it doesn't. Yeah, but the thing is, how many times has Joker died in the comic books? I mean, Joker is a character that can't really be, be dead. I mean, they just have to wait long enough before they can bring him back. You, you, you actually just took the words right out of my, out of my mouth because I was, I was just about to say that. I was like, we're talking about comics and video games here. Who really dies in comics and video games? I mean, you could have somebody, <laughs> yeah. you know, get torn apart, you know, in a car wreck or anything like that. And then the, and then the next thing you know, in, in the next game, oh, I was resurrected through some special potion Exa- or whatever. Exactly. Had. I mean, and, and the well, Batman universe has a number of things that can bring people back to life. Ra's al Ghul. I mean, how many times have they killed him? Or has, how many well, times has he died? Part, part, and, he, and, part, and, and he has a Lazarus pit, yes, I know, and everything like that. Oh. But, you know, to, it, that just goes to prove is that, you know, if somebody dies in a game or in the comics, they're not necessarily dead. Yeah. Speaking of the Lazarus oh, pit, what's up with Clayface? He did what about him. how awesome he is? <laughs> he kind of just fell in the Lazarus pit, and then the game ended. Man, he's going to come back in the awesome third point. one with some crazy Lazarus immortal oh, yeah. play shit. Even in the 90s cartoon, freaking Batman vanquished that guy I don't know how many times, and he always came back. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, well, I, I mean, if we're going to talk about the end of Batman, um, I, you know, if we're talking about the first one and the second one, when it comes to the ending, the ending for the second one was just so much better. You know, A, because I, even though they killed off the Joker, I don't really think the Joker's dead. That would be like saying we just killed Apocalypse or we just killed, 
you know, Lex Luthor. Like, I mean, how many times has that happened? Um, but, but the way they did it, that whole, um, morality of whether or not when Batman gets that challenge, you know, of like, do I let this person or kill this person versus do I lock them up and then they'll escape and do this all over again, kind of conundrum that he's obviously aware of. And he's battling with that situation. Then Joker sort of takes the decision out of his hands. But the way that the, the ending all played out was so classic Batman. I'm like, man, that is just to a T Batman right there. What just happened? Yeah, because I, I liked how Batman said, you know, despite everything, I still would have saved you. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. was kind of – it was symbolic the way it was. It's like – just like you said, Pac-Man, you know, Batman – doesn't kill anybody. That is true. Uh, correct me how I'm wrong, then. He doesn't outright murder people, anyway. Well, yeah. Did you know how many people I killed in that game? <laughs> yeah. I, I drive <laughs> more than a couple I, people. I abused that bat, the bat claw. I abused the hell out of that. Yeah. Just pulling people off ledges constantly just so they were dead. Yeah. And, and, if, and the game would say deceased. <laughs> but so. if you actually look at the people that you like, even with a Riddler uh, thug that you interrogate over, you know, over a balcony, if you go back and look, it's they're actually hanging by a string. So that's how they covered their asses in that aspect. But yeah, and I loved how Joker, at some points during the times he would call Batman, he kept on trying to get him to kill people, saying you just need to change this and it'll be much better for you. Yeah. But like I was saying, he's actually I just forgot my train of thought. <laughs> Good man. Okay, the the guy hanging from from the rope it actually brings it back to the point that nobody ever really dies in comics and games. So, well, even even with that, I mean, just the like uh, the morality, you know, of Batman saying I would have saved you, that that to me just like made the storyline complete right there. Just him saying. You know, despite everything you've done, everything I know you're going to do if I saved you, I still would have saved you because I'm not that type of person. That, to me, that, like, made the story of Arkham City complete for me. I, I love that, that, that line. And this is why I feel sorry for anyone else making comic book video games, just because now, now that we finally have the Batman series, which is, I mean, there's just no question it's the best comic book video game series ever. Um, at least, at least out of DC or Marvel, um, you know, like anytime you see, a, you know, another another Iron Man game or another Thor game or Fantastic Four or any of those, you know, just terribly crappy shit, um, you you can't help but compare them against Batman. Like I would love, you know, I would as much as we want to see the third one. I'm curious to see what this team could do with another DC property. Well, I I know I I was talking to somebody and somebody said they'd love to see Rocksteady do a Superman game. Oh, that was me. We could we could use a Superman, but I mean Superman's such a hard and he, he's yeah, hard to he, make a movie. Yes, he's hard to make. He's exactly. so hard. He's, he's, he's too powerful. Game. Yeah. I mean, it just makes all the bosses have to be giant robots, or someone kidnaps someone and he has to follow, find clues. Although I mean, it's just it's the same shtick all over and over again because Superman's goddamn Superman. <laughs> Yeah, you it's know? either you make it's it too stupid. easy because he's Superman, you give him all his powers, or you dumb it down and take away his powers, and people are like, well, I'm not freaking Superman. <laughs> and everyone has, like, kryptonite, you know, brass knuckles. Yeah, you know, you're like, how, <laughs> how, how are you going to send little henchmen against Superman? I mean, it's the same problem they had with the Hulk games. If Hulk is the strongest there is, and nothing can really hurt him or stop him, then it's... 
you know that kind of that kind of eliminates all challenge really it just becomes a game of, of eating up time at that point I mean I mean to second to second to this game I mean what other superhero game even comes close the I mean the Wolverine, games are decent the Wolverine game wasn't too bad but Sadly, that studio got shut down. Honestly, from, from, from this generation of consoles, there really isn't much. I mean, I haven't seen good comic book video games since, you know, um, the Sega days, you know? Um, well, the... As, the as bad as, I love those games so much. Yeah, as bad as, I, like, mov, movie games... Sorry to cut you off there, Wang. Oh, but, go uh, ahead. As bad as the movie video games are, I thought that, like, sp- the, some of the Spider-Man games were good. Not the recent ones. Spider-Man has been, you know, at best you can say it was worth the money. It wasn't amazing, yeah. but you're like, I don't regret the purchase. But, I mean, that's that's not a big endorsement. I mean, the, the Spider-Man games consistently score between, you know, 65 and 75 yeah, on man. Metacritic. And not that Metacritic's always right, but that's, you know, not that great. And the thing with movie games, uh, yeah, well, m- movie video games everybody's just got to realize they pump those games out just to as to make money coinciding with the movie. They're not really putting the effort into those games like they do, like Rocksteady did with Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Yeah, I mean, you, you, it can't, if it's a tie-in, it's doomed because a tie-in, they I mean, the minute, you, the minute you hear a developer say that we've been working on it for a year, one single year, you cannot, it's just physically not possible to make a AAA $60 title of any value in a year it's just not i think you said on the blue show one time if if you hear something a video game and it has the game in its title it pretty much is going to be a bad game <laughs> yeah it's, it's just it's just going to be it's just going to be a total a total write-up now what people need to stop doing is, is stop make you can make games based on comics you can make games based on movies just don't make them tied into that whole that whole snare that same storyline that same um, PR push. It needs to be its own separate entity so that you know they can have the time and and you know the focus to to make it its own thing. Because you, if you try to tell a story, uh, a movie through a video game, it's going to fail, and vice versa. It needs to be a game or it needs to be a movie. Um, yeah. yeah, and the only reason people like Tricky play that game games like that <laughs> is because daisy trophies. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, paying them on ten of the movie platinum. Why well, I. All right, we're not going to get involved in that because that's that's a trophy horse conversation. But uh, let's actually try to go down the line and actually talk about our favorite side missions. Uh, Lou, why don't we start with you? What was your favorite side mission and tell us why? Uh, hmm. It's actually a good question. Um, I really like the Zaz missions, the phone call missions, actually. Because I think it was something different. And... Uh, it, you do play the same mini game like over and over again, which got kind of annoying. But finally getting to Zaz, I think it was worth it. All right, and Hard Rock. I'm actually gonna have to say the Mr. Freeze one. Uh, I like I like those for some odd reason. I I really like the Mr. Freeze character, and I like the fact that he kind of like he helps you at the beginning, but then he kind of like betrays you. So when you kind of get into that boss fight, and then afterwards he ends up you know you end up having to help him because that's just who you know the way Batman is. And I, I also, uh, you know, before we move down the line, see, I like Mr. Freeze as a villain because, you know, he's a villain, but he's a villain for a moral reason. He's trying to save his wife. That's why I've always liked Mr. Freeze. Uh, Pac-Man, your favorite side mission? Um, I'm probably, I'm going to have to say Hush, probably. The one where you're, uh, you're going to all the murder scenes and everyone's accusing Bruce Wayne of murdering these people. 
Um, I thought that was cool because I was like, what's going on with this? I'm pretty sure I didn't murder this dude. <laughs> you know, and then, and then you find a suspect and you realize it's just a person who's been used to cover up the murder. And then at the end, I mean, you, you don't you don't get any resolution. So I'm curious. Like, I'm still thinking about that. I'm wondering how that's going to play out in the next game. All right. William Timothy. Uh, it's really a tie between the um, Zaz because um, the phone call missions, those were always fun, and the end of it was really good. I really like those. And the ones with the um, the mystery stalker ones. The Asriel ones? I can't wait how, to see how that plays out in the third game because, you know, that, that whole prophecy thing he had is going to come back in some way, so that was very interesting. All right, and Titanic? Oh, mine's gonna be pretty lame. I, for some reason, I had an addiction to uh, helping the political prisoners. I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> don't I just I got annoyed from the screaming and was like, oh, if it'll shut you up, I'll help you. Man, it, it, the screaming is is so convincing too. Like a couple of them, like it, like like, and the dialogue, if you listen to it, it sounds like slightly sexually menacing. You're like, is that dude like threatening to rape that dude? Because like, that is that what's happening? Right? Is he is he calling him fish? And he's like he's like, you're gonna do what I want you to do, boy. And you're like, what the? F-? Did he just say that? See, it, like it, it's dark. See, and- I like my fish wet and squirmy. <laughs> well, I actually have a really funny story with that because of how convincing the screams actually are. I was playing it and I was going to rescue someone. Then my baby sister came into the room and heard those screams and she started crying because it scared her. See, and, <laughs> see, and the only reason I didn't like the political prisoner ones is because it, I, I thought it was too easy. You just drop in behind him, do a silent takedown, and it was over. It wasn't a big fight. It wasn't. It was satisfying to me, though. That's why I said mine was lame, because that's, I was, that, and like I said, the uh, video cameras, I don't know what it was. When I saw one, I was like, yeah. I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that some people didn't realize, but there's, um, I don't know if you call them junction junction boxes or hubs, um, but basically there are these, these, out, these uh, outdoor electrical boxes that you can, um, uh, take out that will be that will do what interrogating um oh when you riddler, have, when you, riddler henchman oh, will oh, do yeah. so if you, if you hit one it'll show you the location of all the cameras in the area yeah you can hack um, it too if you, yeah. you want to get yeah. less of it and my favorite side mission uh it's probably a cop out too is just all the riddler trophies i finding them the the riddles uh, cop out <laughs> yeah they're annoying <laughs> Uh, they they can be annoying. The but the the one thing I did find this annoying about them is in yeah, Arkham Asylum when you went into a room, you know the the Riddler uh, question came up and you had to go. You knew that in that room you had to solve it, and this is the clue to it. It really doesn't happen too much in Arkham City where you go into a room and it gives you the generalized location, but it's not necessarily in that room, and the clues are not exactly like obvious and saying this is what you need to be looking for yeah i mean even when i interrogate a riddler suspect and i know that there's a riddle in this location it would take sometimes take me 10 15 minutes to look in the right area and i wouldn't even know what i was looking for to know that okay i have to zoom in a little bit more on this or i have to you know go a little left on this or a little right on that that was the only thing i found annoying about the riddler challenges um, with the Riddler trophies, I really liked how they, um, how you could tag them and add them to the map because 
sometimes when I would spend, you know, 10, 15 minutes trying to figure out how to get this one, I'll get tired of it and just tag it so that I'll see it on the map and be able to come back later instead of having to, you know, just stumble upon it again and search and search. See, I'm, yeah, I mean, all those little things make the experience so much better. All those little attention, little things that they uh, they threw in just because it it was a nice touch. And see, I, I thought the, the Riddler tagging basically got useless once you were able to interrogate the Riddler thugs because it, it didn't matter anymore that you tagged them because the – the Doug would just tell you, okay, yeah, you have a trophy in this location. So I, I thought, yeah, you know, why it was a nice touch. I thought it was pretty useless once you got to the stage where you can inter- interrogate the thugs. Well, it still takes you, still takes you a while to get a lot of the thugs. I, I find it was it was more it was more helpful for the interior stuff anyway. Well, I haven't really gotten that many of them yet because I just blasted through the main story and have just started getting on collectibles, so I haven't even gotten to that point yet. And see, and that there, there's a lot of collectibles. I mean, the you got the penguins inside the museum. You have the teeth within the sewers. Uh, the balloons. The balloons. The cameras. Uh, the Harley heads inside of the steel mill, and there's demon heads inside of Wonder City, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, we 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 can't we can't talk about this game without talking about how much of a pussy you are if you can't play this game without counter indicators that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) well you you were actually talking about new game plus before and i i was gonna say this before but one of the things in new game plus is it does take away the the counter indicators and when you do new game plus the 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 thugs are actually more heavily equipped once you start the game so it it does ramp up the difficulty a hell of a lot Hell yeah, hell yeah. But but I mean at the same time, it all it all the only thing that's changing is instead of looking for that little counter indicator, you're still you're still looking for the indicator that they're gonna counter. It's just not flashing so blatantly at you. But but the animations, all of the characters have have a tell. So all you gotta do is get used to what the tell is for a guy who's holding a knife, what the tell is for a guy holding a pipe, what a tell is for a guy with a gun. And when with the gun, it's even better because they you can usually hear them cocking it before they shoot at you. Um you know, but it, it, it's really just practice. But once you figure it out, um, especially on New Game Plus, because it means you've kept all your gadget upgrades. So once you've upgraded all your fighting abilities, so you can get all the the free flow upgrade, um, and you get there's a couple other little upgrades that you you can uh, add to your fighting, so you can ramp up your combos. The minute you hit a 50 hit combo, you'll feel like God. You'll be like, Yeah, yeah I, I am Batman. I, I can it is barely so get hard to 20. Do. I can barely hit twenty hit counter. I got like. Well, it's, it's all it's all about um, using that cape stun on one guy, and using oh. that initial ra- couple rounds that you can get into him before another guy comes up behind you. You do the counter on him, and then you can just continue that ten that ten hit combo that you already started on as you sort of bounce punch to punch to punch to guy to guy to guy to guy around the crowd. Um, but it's it's all about working the system, right? It almost becomes like a fighting game at that point. See, I, th- I think. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say the the ice grenade will help you out a lot with that See, when I, you get it upgraded because you can freeze and do that combo that Pac-Man's talking about and then go right to one of the ones that are still frozen to the ground and continue the combo. And see, I, and the, the Catwoman, Catwoman can pull – I don't maybe it's just how I play, um, but with Catwoman, you got those caltrips or however you pronounce it, you know, those little spikes that you throw on the ground. Right. Um, but if you, if you have – between that and her whip, like I, 
I can just get way higher combos than I ever could easily with Batman. Just every single time. Like, just without even trying. Because she's so much faster. And because she can pull guys at the far end of the room towards her with the whip. And she can stun, like, up to six dudes with those those caltrops or whatever they're called. Um, I mean, you can just work crowds so much. And when you're playing as Catwoman, it seems like the opposition is not quite as intense as it would be. Well, I, I think with Catwoman, just because she's a hell of a lot faster than Batman, that the fights are more dramatic. I mean, even when you... Well, ca- no, I mean, like, the challenges themselves, it, oh, you seem okay. to be fighting way more challenging bad guys in, in, in the challenge maps than with your Catwoman. Maybe it's just my, in my head. I You know, the you were talking about the challenge maps. I really... I, I'm not even going to try the challenge maps because I, I, I find... It's just annoying that you have to try to beat a certain score, which I think, you know, for a challenge map, go in and try to clear the room. Give me 50 guys to fight, but the fact that I have to do them and try to get a combo and a score, that's what turns me off, and that's another reason. Yeah, but but if it's just defeat the guys, then you could just cheese the system. You could just just keep leaping over guys, punching a dude, leap over guy, punch a dude, leap over guy, and just just whittle them down. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I... I actually started the game on hard, and just in the first Damn. Catwoman mission, I died <laughs> at least ten times before I actually got to the safe. I'm just terrible with Catwoman because I can't find her flow. I'm, I'm so used to the way Batman fights, I can't find the right time to push the button for like the uh, the critical or whatever for Catwoman. Her, her just whole fighting style is completely different. See, I, I like Catwoman. If you if you if you got three guys that you got to counter one time, I loved her takedown, which she does, where she uh, she basically wraps her legs around one guy's neck and just slams the other two around. No, uh, she's pretty Curry, good taking yeah. down taking down awesome. three guys. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, speaking of some weird like sexism, but I was reading a couple of articles and they're right. But um, if you pay attention to the game, like when it comes to Anyone fighting Bat, uh, not Batman, um, Catwoman, she's a bitch. Like yes. the amount of people who call the female characters in this game bitches is unbelievable. Like I'm not even, I'm not even saying that I have a big problem with people using swear words or even that particular word, but throw some diversity into your epithets. You know what I mean? Like change it up a little. You know, just just like just especially especially if you play a hardcore chunk like you play six hours of batman in one day you have heard someone call a woman in that game a bitch like at least a hundred times i mean two-face called her a bitch seven times just before you finished the first mission yeah and you're like whoa that's a little much well do you think they could have got away with calling her pussy or not (laughs) well i mean no no legitimately i mean being that she's a cat of a Considering you can say well, that I mean, on daytime TV, you well, know, I mean, they, they, they get away they, pussy. The game's got lots of little, you know, dirty plays on words. I mean, Catwoman's dialogue itself is very thick with the overtones. Um, but it just seemed weird. Like, just that one word just has a, a, a lopsided use in that game. And it's just, it, like, it, it's, enough, it's enough that a dude who doesn't even really think about that stuff noticed, so... Well, it's it's funny how you know when you're Batman going across the city and you'll overhear the thugs talking like, 
oh, that Catwoman, if I get my hands on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and there, there's allusions to, like, rape and everything else at a couple points, and oh. you're like, really? I mean, this is this is definitely not um, a PG Batman. Uh, bringing back yeah, that uh, article. No, go ahead. Uh, there's been article after article I've seen about this game being sexist, because going back to what they do with Catwoman, it's just, yeah. Well, well, I mean, hey, I don't have a problem with her being a sexualized character because she is a sexualized character. Her character has yeah, always been using that as a weapon. It's just, it's the way the rest of the male characters interact with her that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, see, the thing I can compare this to is um, when I was in basic training in AIT, when you got that much testosterone with very little estrogen, the talks that go on... <laughs> are freaking filthy. So you're figuring this is a prison where, what what do you want to say, 98% of the people are guys? This is actually how they would talk. Well, no, it's it's, it's not even, it's not even um, how they're talking. It's just that they're just repeating the same insults, like the same point of view over and over again as, as their attack against the female characters. It's just sort of weird. You know, like I like I, I'm not saying I, I you you wouldn't expect you know dudes in prison to be thinking about trying to get a hold of some chick who's in the prison with them. Like that seems pretty, yeah, you know, I, normal. Yeah. Well, you, um, yeah. you also have to look. But at it, this. I mean, it's it's just it, I mean, there's out of a game that did so many things good. I mean, that's not a big right. And see, a, a lot of people did mention this, and I thought this was a little weird. You know, Arkham City is basically a prison, but there are men and women in prison together so i mean you had poison ivy in there you had cat woman in there you know to and you also had uh tanya was was cat woman really a prisoner though no she was there she was there one of her hideouts yeah to rob yeah yeah but i mean so she wasn't actually in prison no no she actually went in there to go get something Oh. Yeah, she had, yeah, she had like an apartment and everything like that. Where she... Well, the thing is, you never see any female inmates except for supervillains, who you well, assume are, are almost are almost there just because are almost immune to any sort of problem because they're supervillains. Yeah. Well, that's because of the it's well, um, a mental insane asylum and a prison, and I think the most the inmates would be from Blackgate or whatever the prison was called. Yeah, it was Blackgate. And these the supervillains would be from Arkham Asylum, so the only females you really get. Or whoever was at Arkham Asylum, which are mostly supervillains. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got those, uh, like, where you risk, rescue Vicky Vale and you rescue nurses and stuff, but they're just, you know, you rescue them and you're done with it. Yeah, and you're like, hide. Because, you know, if you go outside, you're done. <laughs> and, and, see, and the one major plot point that I was very disappointed in that they didn't really do is in, in the very beginning of the game, Hugo Strange tells, you, tells Batman... If you try to stop me, if you try in any way to stop me, I'm going to reveal oh. who you are. Yes. And the whole game, you're stopping the process, and there was and never a threat of Hugo Strange saying, I'm going to announce to the world who you are. But he wasn't... The, see, the way I can explain that off is that he wasn't the one running the show. Maybe he was told, no, you can't do that. But they never explained that. That would make sense, though, because Ray's always looked up to Batman, wanted him to replace him kind of deal. So choosing not to kill him, I think, would make sense. Yeah, but she... And that, that, that whole thing disappointed me. Like, Ra's al Ghul is one of the, the uber-villains of the series, and he went down like a punk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when I saw the way he died or like that, I was just over here just like, really? I mean, he wasn't going to go out like in kind of like an epic way? Like, because the dude who orchestrated this entire prison... 
one of the biggest massacres in however many years. All Dies this in sort like of five crazy seconds. stuff, like whatever, goes down like a punk, and it comes yeah. out a joke. Although, yeah, exactly. Like, his boss fight, though, when you're not really joining uh, League of Assassins, I think his boss fight was the best boss fight out of all of them. Yes, I loved that. See, I thought I the think... best boss fight was uh, Mr. Freeze. That's a yeah, good answer. That's I, my answer. I agree with that. I agree and, with that. And Definitely. I know that Hard Rock doesn't agree with me because the game actually glitched on you, didn't it, Hard Rock? No, I, I told you that that was my favorite one. No, but you said the the boss fight glitched on you, didn't you? Didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The game actually glitched on me because when I was when I was fighting Mr. Freeze, you know how you can use those, those magnets on the walls to you know pull him toward you, but then afterwards he kind of like cancels it out with the ice or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine actually, he shot the ice, but it never material. Uh, you know, it never came on there, so I was able to just spam that over and over and over again. So I just had to wait till he got in front of the magnet and just. Oh, I thought you meant like a glitch that would keep you oh. from beating it, not a. Yeah. No. Oh, no. No. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. That that kept happening because the only thing that you know he would shoot it, but then nothing would happen on my game. So I just did it again. I shot that thing again, pulled it toward him. I, you know, I would just beat him down, and then it wasn't until afterwards that that Tricky told me he was like, "Oh man, your game glitched up," and I was like, "Really?" I said, "I thought that was just part of it. I thought that was just part of it." Yeah, I just I, I just started flashing back to uh, DC Universe Online where you fight Mister Freeze. Because I must have played a million versions of fighting Mr. Freeze in DC Universe Online. So, like, when I came to fight Freeze in this game, I was like, all right, I know you can be beaten. <laughs> See, I, I, I like the, the reason I like the Mr. Freeze fight is you had to find five or six different ways to take him down. It wasn't just, you know, the same thing. Like, all the other boss fights, you could basically use the same pattern over and over again. But in the oh, yeah, Mr. Like Freeze the, fight, the pattern emerged. Yeah, you had to. You had to find a different way to take him down, whether it was a silent takedown from the back, a ledge takedown, the magnets, blowing the wall, coming up through the gate, whatever you could do. And well, I think that see that was not, the action. Well, <laughs> go ahead. I th- oh, sorry. <laughs> I just thought that it was most boss fights were like um, the fighting challenges, and the Mister Freeze was the one predator-like uh, boss fight. That's a good way to look at it. Well, there, there's another Predator one, like when is I think it might even be Catwoman who has to take out Two Face without fighting his goons. Oh, the the very last one. Yeah. Yeah, you know I actually. Spent... But I mean that one that that one's just about you know being smart enough to figure out how to how to get at him without getting gunned down because because and, and it took me a while to realize that you have to just take him out because the guys keep respawning. Yeah, that that actually took yes. me about a half hour forty five minutes because I'm taking out the, all the goons to try to get to him. And I keep noticing that, you know, I would take out more two more, goons. More, yeah, more and more would just keep coming. Yeah, and it, it, eventually it got to the point where I was trying to isolate Two-Face away so I can take him out. Or, you know, even, even if you took out his goons, you had to take them out in a way where another goon wouldn't walk the path and find him. Because once they found out that they were being taken out, they would spawn more. And I actually had to take down five goons by themselves, hide, you know, do it in a way where they wouldn't be found, and then knock out Two-Face. And then I noticed once I started fighting Two-Face, six goons came out of the woodworks. So they did a good job with it, but I think that the, the final Catwoman mission was just a little too different from the rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right, so uh, anybody want to talk about any Easter eggs they found? Should we talk about the most obvious one that everybody found, you know, 
right off the bat or saw on the internet or anything like that? All right, so well, pregnancy test? The, okay, the pregnancy, oh, the pregnancy test. test. All right, why don't you talk about that, Hard Rock? Well, it was just that. It was just, you know, after... You know, after you beat the game, you're able to go around, you know, Arkham City, you know, doing all the little side missions and everything like that. If you go back to the actual place where you, um, you know, where Harley did the whole big scene where she was like, oh, leave him alone. He's dead. And then, you know, you know, Joker actually jumped on your back and gave you the that gas or whatever it is like that. If you go into that area, you actually see the you'll actually see the um, the costumes from Harley and on the floor is the pregnancy test saying the same positive. So, oh, Oh, snap. Yep. Foreshadowing. So it, was, it was me. Joker Jr. Nice. Now, uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But the other funny thing is that uh, you can actually look this up online. Uh, there's a part at the end of the credits on like that where she actually says a couple of words and she says something like a little nursery rhyme where it's like she says, you know, that hush little baby nursery rhyme. And she actually yeah. says that Mama will, like kill the whole world for you and blah blah. And, like she's talking to a, like she's talking to a child. Well, it's funny because yeah, after you beat the game, all, you hear the thugs keep talking about how she's not smart enough to run the empire. But so. I mean, but Harley's the best. Um, you know, one of the best examples of the series, especially since she was created from the cartoons and not the comics. Um, is just that she's not stupid. It's all an act, right? Right. You know, because yeah. she's act. She's she actually, you know, has a PhD. Is super smart. Like her whole Harley, you know, persona is just a symptom symptom of her madness and connection with Joker. And and it's it's a choice. Like she's doing. She's like that on purpose. Um, you know, so it's, it's hard to it's hard to picture Joker plowing her though. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's what I thought of when I. I it's like, good. It's wow. good. It's because you have a man. I mean, you, you have a little crush on Harley. That's right. You're like, who does it? So, I do. Yeah, Harley is the hottest one. Har- Harley is uh, is sexy. Now, yeah, did it's hard to. It's the, uh, it's, it's the only the... clown anyone wants to do ever. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. But it's hard to picture that uh, little Asian guy doing the mocap for though. <laughs> now, did, did you guys find the little uh, scarecrow Easter egg? Yes. I, yeah. Now, see, I got mistaken I by this because I got message on my PSN that I was playing it, and they were like, "Did you find the scarecrow?" And I, when he, when I was getting talked to, I thought. Um, that broken bridge, it was actually one of the solutions, one of the uh, rid- uh, one of the riddles. Oh, when you find you... hay in his mask? Yeah, yeah, the stack of hay in his mask. Yeah. And yeah, I thought that's what this uh, person my friends was talking about. Was and then, yeah, and I was like, no, 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 check the boat, check the boat. So, yeah, that was... Well. That- that's actually kind of creepy when you, like, go down there and such like that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of dark pitch black and you know just for like a little flickering lights and you, you see that one dude at the end who's you know all tied up on the chair or one like that and then you know you go up to him you try to examine him and he just like freaks out and starts screaming at you know dude that scared the shit out of me i gotta tell you <laughs> i jumped that when that happened i was like because i didn't expect the guy to move and the guy just wigged out for a second it, it i i expected when that guy to wig out scarecrow was going to come up behind me and like core form me or something yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman's gotten away from so many people knocking him out and waking up in crazy places. And, yeah, when it'd be so easy just to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I liked in the beginning of the game when uh, 
when Joker chloroformed Batman, you know, where if you didn't you didn't know at the time, but Clayface was sitting in the chair acting dead so Joker can uh, come up behind him. But I like when they went back to the Batman story mission, you had Harley try to take off his mask and the Joker goes, no, 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 you know, some secrets, you know, sh- just shouldn't be revealed. Yeah. Have uh, any of you guys found Killer Croc? Yeah. 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 That got, but I mean, that, you mean that he's, me he's hard to miss, though. Yeah, because you're yeah. trying to find your way through the sewer anyway. So. Uh, you guys see the, yeah. um, the uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, parents where they died? Yeah, that's actually a, yes. a trophy. That, I thought that was a, a very good thing they added to the game. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah. whole pay respects thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that actually yeah. freaked me out because I actually found that by accident. I was just, you know just flying around the place and things like that. And actually when I was political prisoners were, was screaming, you know, near that area. So when I went to go help them, you know, I was just walking around and then I see like something quiet in the distance. And when I go over there, it's like an outline. And I thought like, wow, that's kind of creepy too. And then it had the button where it said pay your respects. And when it started doing a little thing, you know, I was like, well, that's kind of cool. It's kind of yeah. sad, but it had yeah. a message from Hugo too. Yeah. That, I don't remember what it said. Yes. yes. The message from Hugo. There's uh, like that trying to think of any other easter eggs that were in the game well there there's uh oh, but there's easter eggs that has to do with the uh, the radio broadcast there if you go to certain frequencies there's like a message tapped out and if you follow the code one will say i will return batman um I'm trying to remember what the That's other one me there's calendar man too you guys find Can- calendar man yeah oh, yeah. yeah calendar man's actually in the uh and that area uh, underneath the basement when the he, you first rescued Catwoman? Yeah, he's in the courthouse. Yeah, yeah, he's in the courthouse. I, I freaked out because, you know, when, when you open the back door to go outside, I hear somebody talking, and I'm just like, whoa. So, see, and he, He'll do certain things uh, differently. If you change the settings to be on a holiday, like your yep. actual calendar or whatever, he'll he'll do certain right. things for the holiday. Yeah, yeah, he'll go, and he'll tell you, like, little stories you know of the meanings of the days or just like these little crazy stories where he like killed somebody or something like that yeah he, he actually tells you come back and visit me on halloween yeah and you know we'll talk and there's a, it's actually a trophy if you get all 12 days there's 12 holidays it's mother's day father's day new year's christmas halloween thanksgiving i'm trying to remember all the other ones there's also apparently one for catwoman's birthday if you go there as catwoman oh really i didn't know that yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, going back real quick to um, uh, Batman's parents, uh, that part where he is—he's still sick and he falls down, and then you see his parents and ask him to come, and they ask him to come in the light. I love that. That was a great moment. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. "You're not the boss of me anymore." It was just that. Um, and then they take his Xbox away, and he's like, "Man, no, <laughs> uh, can't take the Xbox away from the Batman. It'd be crazy." Yeah. Now, why why can't Batman grab a hold of chain link fence? <laughs> his gloves. Are that too was thick. my only gripe with the game was how he could grab a hold of it for like a second, and then he's like, "I'm done." <laughs> Falls to his death. <laughs> Well, see, I see another gripe I had with the game is that when you fell in the water, you didn't really die. He just he just gripped to you know he, uh, shot he his grappled thing out. his way out. Yeah, he, he grappled, grappled his way out every time you died. Yep. Or the Batman can The Batman the Batman can solve any detective problem there is. He can fight off twenty guys, but the he, damn man just hasn't learned how to swim yet. Yeah. yeah. 
There's a, there's only two problems I had. Well, two storyline problems I had. One was that that hospital one I showed you before, which was supposed to be the reason why he was searching for a cure in the first place, and I just forgot about it. The second one was in the first game, he, Batman was infected with Titan, so it's in his system. Why wasn't he poisoned to begin with? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Kind of a huge plot hole they just didn't mention. No, no, no. That's going to be in the third game. They left it open for that. <laughs> there you, yeah, there you go. Well, in that case, he's already cured, though. He, he yeah. saw himself from the cure. Now, did anybody fall for the... Uh, the Alfred Cole and you saying that Fox had developed a cure that turned out yeah, to be the Mad Hatter mission? The Mad Hatter. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, the, there was a lot of cameos in this game that I thought, you know, if you're going to put them in the game, they should have stuck around a little longer. Like the Mad Hatter one, it was it was good that they put him in the game, but it was too quick. Well, did you ever go back to the room? No, he, I didn't go back does to the room. A, it, there's a dialogue between you and Matt Hatter. He starts crying over his smashed hat, and he, he does it has a little dialogue. It's something little, but it's a little extra. But see, like, you guys, you guys are gonna make me boot up this game right now while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you had the the poison ivy cameo, which you know Catwoman went in there, and you know you had the little fight to get up to her, and then it it was over and done with. You had the Mad Hatter one. Um, trying to think of the other ones. Deadshot. Deadshot. Uh, oh God, his password was stupid. Most of them were stupid, actually. <laughs> yeah, his password to his safe was what? Headshot. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of the passwords were stupid. Yeah, the passwords were awful. It's like Batman, you're the greatest detective. You could figure out these passwords. You don't even need the little decoder. <laughs> you just needed a little plastic ring. <laughs> and who actually upgraded that thing? I did. I did because I, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know what was ahead, so that was one of the first things I upgraded. But <laughs> but the upgrade actually upgraded the distance yeah, that you could do it at, which helps you get some of them Riddler trophies. Now, uh, how many? This may be a little stupid, but how many think that Pete is going to have a problem with this game, being that you beat beat the shit out of the shark in the museum? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I, I saw some articles where it said Pete is going to boycott this game because you beat the shit out of the shark. I'm like, that's and stupid. And they can boycott whoever they, whoever they want. Fuck Peter. <laughs> I found that hilarious that if you fell in the water, he'd eat you, and then he just comes up and you just punch him a couple times, and he goes yeah. back in the water. I just yeah. laughed at that. <laughs> well, honestly, any human being, if they're on a raft and a giant-ass shark comes over, they're just going to be like, I can't touch you, shark. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> oh, uh, so against your rights. They should have went back to like the '70s TV series, and he should have sprayed shark repellent on. <laughs> yeah, they go exactly. Uh, it would be called but shark bat spray. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, tell you the truth, that was actually something I was hoping for because one of the one of the DLC costumes that you can get for the game is the old isn't isn't that it? Like one of the old '60s. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. would have been so cool if he, you know, whenever he gets into a fight, that old Biff, Bam, words would have like popped up whenever, you know, if you're actually yeah, fighting. Yeah. Kablam! Yeah. Kablam! No. Would you got that? What the heck was it? Uh, well, that costume, the uh, '90s animated costume. I thought that was pretty slick that it changed Catwoman's as well. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, 
they both yeah. get changed uh, to, to the animated series one. Now, yeah. Let Let me ask you all, you all this. Did, did you really think that they needed to add the different costumes into the game, or is it just it's it's a novelty more than it did any good? They didn't need to, but yeah, you just yeah. said it right there. It was a novelty, you know. I mean, other than just costumes, I mean, I thought it was cool. I love the fact that that Kevin Conroy does the voice for Batman, and then being able to play with him as the animated series Batman, you know, that to me just seemed cool because whenever there was a, like a small cutscene, you know, it, you know. You know, because I have I have the entire collection of the Batman animated series, and I had just finished watching some of those episodes. So, so playing the game too was like, you know, it, it just seemed to fit perfectly. All right, it's Hold kind on, of those things that it, it helps. Like the the Batman fan it doesn't really help if you're not a fan of Batman. You just play the game, but it, it, the game's to appeal to fans anyway. So I think it was a good thing. See, yeah. we were talking about DLC before, and the DLC they got the the Nightwing DLC. They have the Robin DLC. But again, it's all it is is a costume change, or you know, in, the, in their case, it's a character change, and all it is is challenge maps. It's not adding anything to the storyline. Well, I mean, no, it says in the storyline, but but I mean, the other thing is the characters also fight much differently, right? Like they have their own combos. Well, that's true too, but it all um, it all bounces out to just button mashing, basically. Yeah, but I mean, you're just never gonna get story based DLC. I mean, if and when you get that from a game, it'll be rare. If, but do, if you think, do you think they're waiting too long? I mean, the Nightwing DLC hits the same day Uncharted 3 does. And to me, that's going to definitely hurt them. Waiting yeah. this long to get that DLC. Because I'm sorry, on the first, Batman is shelved. Yeah. So, I, Hell yeah. I yeah. so far, Batman is my game of the year. But when Uncharted yeah, comes out, that's probably going to change that. Yeah, well, the there's, a, there's a lot of things on Tuesday that make no sense. Like, I understand DCUO is going free, and I actually think that that's awesome, but having it go, having its free launch on Tuesday, yeah. Um, same thing with the Saints Row, being able to create your characters. Like, they should have released that this past Tuesday instead of this Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know what it is with all game developers thinking November is the only month that you can release games. Because <laughs> my wallet hurts right now. <laughs> Uh, this this year wasn't so bad. I mean, 2007 was probably the blockbuster year. I mean, 2011, not such a great year. I mean, there's some good games, but no real surprises, not a lot. There was, you know, it's certainly less releases this year. Well, I mean, didn't uh, Ratchet and Clank all for one release the same day as Arkham City? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Like and I heard, like, next to nothing about that either. game. There's also a brand new Dragon Ball Z game out that came out last week. It was actually pretty decent. I like it, but really? no, I never uh, heard of Dragon it. Ball no Z. one else cares about <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I, I, you know, you know, to tell you the truth, I had not realized that I had all the Ratchet and Clank games for the PS3, and I still have yet to play them. <laughs> wow. I, like... I mean, most of them are good. I mean, this all for one thing is is more of a gimmick than a Ratchet game. All right. Uh, yeah. Let, yeah that... All right, guys. Let's try to bring it back to Batman. <laughs> well you know one thing i was going to bring up is isn't it crazy that like batman is dominating like the video game superhero genre and he's also like dominating the films as well right now midnight because he's a freaking batman it's the most like realistic out of any superhero exactly i think that's why it works well the other the other thing is is dc 
their movie side of the company. And they even said so in a press release. They made the conscious decision to make their um, their live-action movies serious endeavors, you know, to, to remove the cheese factor and the camp and everything that sort of has always marked the live-action versions of comic book heroes and just and do it and, and play the movies straight. Like, have Batman play as a dude who thinks he's Batman without, you know, cheesy dialogue and batter, you know, all that sort of stuff. Whereas Marvel can't really separate itself from the camp. I mean, even the newer ones like Iron Man and, and the Avengers that are coming out, they're still really campy. You know? And the games are even more so. Like, the games are almost... The, most of the, the Marvel comic book games are... are are outright silly, <laughs> if if not just garbage. Period. Yeah, true. I mean, Fantastic Four is uh. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> how how bad that was. I mean, yeah, ET is on. You know, the original ET is on the same street as how bad that game was. <laughs> and the original ET is probably one of the worst video games ever made. Next is Superman sixty four. Oh boy! <laughs> you get a lot of responses to that. Yeah, I was gonna say you're bringing the room down. Everyone's thinking of that. <laughs> All right. So, which, which, to be all honest, Batman: Arkham City. When I was doing the, uh, oh, what the heck, the uh, virtual reality missions. That's what I thought of when I was doing those. When you're flying through rings, oh, okay, I'm I actually just kidding you. Yeah, I I thought Superman. <laughs> I was doing a, and I'm flying through rings. Well, speaking of speaking <laughs> of the gliding, is you know, and it goes unsaid in almost every review. The mechanics of how they did flight, it seems simplistic at first, but it's not. It's brilliant. It's got you know uh, momentum. Like, like if you just run off, you just sort of stumble off a ledge, right, and then go into glide. You just drop. You won't go as far as if you were running when you left the ledge. You won't go as far as if you if you dive bomb and then bank up on an updraft. You know, you'll go farther. I mean, there's mechanics and physics involved in how he flies and glides around the, the area. And there's even a trophy from going for going to the highest point and then staying airborne for a certain length of time. Yeah, but you and can, it's you can actually awesome. tease that though. You can What's act, that? you can actually cheese that trophy, because because no. all you have to do is go to a certain point in the Wonder Tower at the end of the game, jump off, and when you glide glide out, you just keep gliding out. You get to a certain point, and as long as you don't drop low enough, Batman will just turn around, and all you do is you just keep turning around for that minute, and then you drop, and then you go back to exactly where you were. Oh man, that's not fun. Oh yeah, I was trying to do it legit and shit. Man, doing it legit is <laughs> awesome. Once you, I mean, it's all about you have to you have to work the whole dive bomb and then bank up. Yeah, I know. I was so excited the uh, the last a uh, the uh, last ver- uh, vi mission you do when you're flying into that corridor at Joker's hideout. I was so happy when I got that done. <laughs> all right, man. Th- those vr missions get tough. Yeah. I- yeah, the last one is very tough, but I got her. They, see, and, uh, that that is a little pet peeve of mine in like these type of games is because you're playing a game and it's a third person action adventure and you, you know you're fighting you're doing all this stuff and then they throw something in like flight mechanics into a game it just to me I think that takes away from the game because you're not playing Batman to do flight simulation you're doing you're playing Batman to beat the shit out of people. Well, 
Well, no, but I mean, if Batman can fly and glide around, which he can, obviously, we know he's Batman. I mean, they got to make that system work, and they did. I mean, it was really well done. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they did a well. It, a I mean, it would have it would have sucked if you know if it had been as simplistic as as just functional. No, I they did an awesome job in the mechanics of it. It just to, to throw the AR missions into it. To me, it, it just it took away from the actual game. It's not like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do just just doing the the flight missions. Right. Um. I mean, I, honestly, I I haven't finished them all just because, um, I did so many that so many like in there, there's something to be said about this. Um, a lot of those sort of extracurricular missions, um, really remind me of DCUO. You know, flying through rings. I mean, I've I've been flying through some rings. Um, but I mean, the VR missions are also probably one of the shortest side excursions like when there's only so many of them i mean yeah, there's way there's more trophies and there's way more other things to do yeah yep all right i want to see poison ivy fight um catwoman to the death though that'd be hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be all right so guys we've been talking for about an hour now i'm gonna try to wrap this up a little bit uh just Give me your final impressions. I mean, obviously the game is great; we all love it. But you know, let's just as as we close this out, let's just try to talk about our most favorite part of the game. And I'll I'll start I'll start with Mr. Titanic Wang. Just, <laughs> oh, you want me to start with you? <laughs> well, not, I, 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 uh, any, not I don't think anyone's gonna unless anyone has like a direct answer. I right I, off the I have a direct answer, but. All right, well, go for it. Well, right. then you go first, then. All right, my favorite part of the game was at the end of the game, after Joker dies, when in the cutscene where uh, Batman walks out with Joker in his hands, and you had Commissioner Gordon go, Batman, what the hell happened? And Batman just walked off and not saying a word. That, to me, that was my favorite part of the whole entire game. It's just, he's like... I. It looked like Batman was just. I I I only it's I don't even know the right word for it. Just him walking out with Joker, placing him down and walking off without saying a word. That was my favorite part of the game. I think my favorite part of the game was when I was able to play as Catwoman and I can get her on all fours and make her walk to to the camera very slowly. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> and then have her and then have her and then have her crawl away on all fours very slowly and then come back to the camera very slowly. I mean, I did that. I mean, I think I lost a couple of bucks doing that. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's be serious for a second. Uh, Lou, wh- wh- I am serious. Who what are you said he wasn't about? serious? You know, yeah. I, I know he's serious, but... <laughs> All right. I, what was your favorite part of the game? My favorite part of the game was... my. It probably was when you're on top of Wonder Tower and you're with Hugo and near that end when he... when he, Roz stabbed him and he said uh, code, code word Wayne or whatever and the whole uh, tower Protocol exploded. 11. Yeah, Protocol 11, code word Wayne. Password Wayne, whatever it was. And the whole thing blew up. I thought that was really dramatic, and I really liked that part. Alright, William Timothy. Okay, William Timothy. That allows for words. He's at a loss for words. <laughs> Alright, let's go with Pac-Man. Pac-Man, what was your favorite part? Um I'm gonna have to, well, I mean, just two things. I mean the the main part was um when you go to fight uh or trying to track down uh, the Lazarus pit, trying to find uh Rachel Ghoul. Um, you start fighting these 
ninja chicks with swords. They start popping out of clouds of smoke and start fighting in the rooms full of guys. That whole series of battles, I wish um, there were more uh, AI bad guys of that type who would appear in the rest of the game. I felt that they, they rounded out who you'd have to fight in those in those big rooms really, really well. And just everything that had Harley in it was just awesome. I mean, all her dialogue is to a T Harley. It was funny, you know, triggering the little the little uh, uh, Harley statues and all that other stuff was just it was just badass. It was just totally badass. Hey, uh, I, I actually, what was oh. up with that point when when they actually when you can see her like all tied up and she had the mat the tape over her mouth? Yeah, that confused like, me a little bit too. That's so that's when that, that's, that's, pre- that's when she got pregnant. Yeah, so I was gonna say I think Joker found out about the pregnancy. I knew it. I knew when you started talking. I was like, he's got the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you do with any good woman, right? You tape her mouth shut. Uh, that's kind of counterproductive. Hey, I'm gonna dude. I'm married. So I'm oh alive. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, William Timothy, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was talking before, but I didn't realize that my mute was mited. So Your mute I was, was like, mited. Mute was mited. <laughs> I I mic this mute in the name of his mute was mited. But my favorite moment in the game. You was crazy kids and your. <laughs> you had too but many yuhus before we started. No matter what happened or what you would have done, uh, I still would have saved you. That was just just an awesome moment. Hell uh, yeah! I love that. Right. Yeah, that it ending. Just made that, it just made it for me. All right, and Titanic, are you going with uh, Hard Rock's answer? Well, I do like any part that had Harley Quinn in it, but I guess I would <laughs> have to say my favorite part is when they unveiled Clayface because he's, he's been my favorite villain forever. Yeah, I, I told you before. I was actually, when we recorded the last episode of Trophy Horse, I was actually, we got done recording, I was playing the game, and that I was on that part. And I had to mute my mic because I knew that you were going to be excited, but I didn't want to spoil it for you. That that I, that to me was good. I, I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah, just I I mean I was a fan of the '90s cartoon, and I just you know when they introduced Clayface and him being that actor who was scarred, and then they kill him with the stuff, and that's yeah, he's just always been my favorite character. All right, and Hard Rock, are you going to go with the Catwoman crawling? Do you want me to re-say it all over again? No. <laughs> I just, slowly. I just didn't yeah, know if that the final answer was going to be. No, no, that's a little too fast. Slower. There yeah. we go. Yeah, damn, push, me, push sensitive, damn push sensitive controls. All right, so that's going to bring in the end to the show. Uh, this show is not going to be a regular thing. It's going to be whenever we or a good game comes out and a group of people want to get together and talk about it. Whenever you feel like it. Uncharted yeah, 3. Yeah, basically. yeah, Uncharted. I was just going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say probably the next time you hear one will be for Uncharted 3. So if you guys like the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and comments. And I guess, you know, until the next game, uh, you know, we'll talk to you guys later. Later, guys. Stay yeah. frosty. Say hi to your mother for me. What's up, goat? Okay, yeah. Titanic, Hard Rock, and Lou, we're not going to say anything. Oh, no, we're not going to say anything. Just leave it like that. Just, okay, just, I'll just, see you. All right. you, you, almost, you almost said happy trophy hunting and all that shit. Yes, man. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's... Yeah. Happy achievement hunting. All right, we're done. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording.